podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Whorehouse on the hill. From Delco. Whorehouse on the hill. Oh yeah, it's a whorehouse on the hill. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts. Hello. Hello. You are listening to Two Hoes from Delco with Beth Heinley and Maureen Cummings. Hello. This is episode 11 or 12. Oh, I don't know. You're or 10. I, um, I'm having a pretty chaotic day. Busy, busy day today. So also, you're probably going to be hearing a lot of strange things during this podcast, like um cat meowing and um my boyfriend Gus like talking to the cats because we just moved him back in and it's just really really chaotic uh that is really not something I need to be going over on this podcast but just (laughs) you know uh since I don't edit these podcasts at all because I mean why why (laughs) Uh, so just so you like, just give you a heads just up so you guys know. On those All right, let's move moving right along. There's actually this one podcast uh, I listen to. It's called uh, Hillbilly Ghost Stories, uh-huh. and they have a dog that snores the entire time in the background, and they never talk about it, and That's it so infuriates funny. me. That's great. I mean, it's funny because I mean, it also kind of sounds like maybe somebody farted or was farting, but then you're like, wait a minute, no, it's a dog snoring. Uh-huh. And they never talk about it. But um, in any case, so uh, this is episode 11. 11. We're talking about clowns. We're talking about clowns. This episode is about clowns. Hopefully we get back together before Halloween past us. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Because uh, we wanted to do scary topics for October. Mm. And I am afraid of clowns. I'm afraid of them, but I'm also uh, attracted to them as well. I'm disgusted by them. And Maureen's disgusted by them. So we decided to um, do a clown episode in honor of Halloween. I remember when I was in high school watching an episode of HBO, I think it was HBO Real Sex, where they talked about clown fetish people. And they showed them like all dressed up like clowns, like humping, like... Like those like cream pies, you know, that you throw at each other's faces. They were like uh-huh. humping the pies and like humping balloons. It's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah, that's what I think of. That, I think of clowns. It's gross. That's kind of like I was kind of turned on by that imagery. Ah, uh, yeah, you probably were because you're into clowns. You're fucking pervert. Yeah, that sounds kind of hot. Uh, I also I'm attracted to their like uh, so when they squeak. When they squeak, like if their shoes squeak or they squeak their nose, like things like that really turn me on too with clowns. Look, you're gross. I'm just kidding. Disclaimer. I'm just yeah, kidding. It's I accept people's sexuality. Yeah. It's fine if you want to do it with clowns. But like seriously though, for me, gross. Well, the other thing <laughs> uh, that with the squeaky thing that got me going too was... Uh, the the podcast before this one aliens was actually pre it was a pre gritty world it was before gritty yeah and now oh. we're living in a post gritty world That's and it's true. important to bring this up gritty is if you don't know you're <laughs> probably dead 
But Gritty is the new um, Flyers mascot, who uh, obviously were two hosts from Delco. <coughs> we we love him. Yes. We we both love him. Anyway, his belly button squeaks. And when I saw that, Shut I was up, like, I didn't know that. That's oh, Yeah, gosh. I was like, and his hands squeak too. Ew. Yeah, and I was just like, that is so hot. Weird. Really into Gritty. And we were talking, and that was the other thing, because you were like, Gritty's like a cross between a clown and a furry. Yes, he is. And I think that's actually why, I, why I'm so attracted to him, and mm. you like really hit the nail on the head with that one. I wonder if he knows that he potentially has like a girlfriend out here. Oh, I'm sure he does. I mean, well... I mean you specifically. Oh, me? Yeah. Like, what, if I'm his girlfriend? Like, if well, you, you know does, he know, does he know that you are an admirer? Of him. In oh, that well, way. the thing is, he has so many admirers right now. Sexually? Uh, yeah. Have you not seen all, no, all the I'm women gonna, tweeting I'm, at him? I'm going to have to check that out. Are it's, you jelly? It's, so, I am. The jelly I mean, I'm not, but I was kind of like surprised how many women were coming on the gritty on Twitter. Yeah. It was, it's like pretty common. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So. Hot. Clown sexuality, furry plus clown sexuality is not that abnormal. A lot of people are into it. They've also, we're talking that Gritty is from Delco. Everyone's saying that. He's totally from Delco, obviously. Because, I mean, first everyone said... He's not even from the city. He's definitely from Delco. Yeah, and everyone was saying, oh, he he looks like somebody under the bridge in Kensington. And most of those people are actually from Delco. That's true. Yeah, so... A lot I, of them. Not, I mean, people... Let's just say people do come from Delco to go there. Now they're on, not all of them are from Kensington. No. most Many are from Delco. Many are from Delco. And it's because it's um, the heroin capital of, like, the East Coast, at least for... At least till you get to Baltimore. Yeah, it's a big heroin area. Anyway... Uh, but before we keep going here, uh, we just had to mention Gritty. We had to let you in on uh, what our episode is about today, clowns. And then also, we're going to really unpack the clowns. We also have a special surprise guest. We're going to unpack their dicks. Surprise guest today, because we are also starting to do on Two Hosts from Delco interviews. We want to do interviews because we figure maybe if we invited more people onto the podcast, more people would then actually listen. Right, because he wants to listen to us. Blah, blah, blah. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Clown sex, clown sex, clown sex. Bitch. Before we get into that, though, I have two other sections of the podcast. It's good to, um, from podcast listening, I've learned it's good to have sections of a podcast for listeners. Listeners love sections. And so uh, the two opening sections, we have the apology section, where people on uh, Twitter tweet at me or Maureen. And, and ask us to apologize for things that we might have said that is offensive because Marine and I are two, like, extremely attractive white women. Uh, yeah, attractive. Yeah. That's fucking well, right. not well, old yet. Not old yet. Still, you can't tell. Old. We look pretty much like we're 28. Yeah, we could, we could totally pass for 28. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're, yeah, we're attractive. 28 year old looking white women, thin, we're both thin. Yeah. So, because, yes. oh, we're also straight and we're, we're. Oh, yeah, cisgendered straight. Actually, uh, a great way to combine those I've learned recently is uh, to call someone cishet. 
Cishet. Yeah, so it's like a short way of saying that you're both cis and heterosexual. Oh, okay. so you're a cishet. Cis hat. It sounds like Egyptian. It something. does. Yeah, so that's cool. Anyway, so we're both cis hat. Mm. And uh, so because of all of this, being attractive cis hats, uh, we uh, say offensive things sometimes because we're unaware of, uh, you know, our privilege. We don't know unaware. that what we're saying is offensive, essentially. Yeah, and we're always learning. And I think actually since we started the apology section, I've learned so much about how to not be offensive. And Actually, like, I know what I'm saying is offensive all the time. Sorry. That was even offensive. Oh, Maureen's already apologizing. That's a really great sign. I was for apologizing for interrupting. That's it. The following section is uh, the recap where we go back over things we might have missed in the last episode. And the recap is important because... Sometimes, I mean, we actually, we don't research our topics, really. No. I mean, maybe just a quick little Google search before we even start. Uh, we, and then we just kind of, we kind of like just pratter on. Which is another reason I would like to start bringing guests on the show, because um, yeah. we need to learn Otherwise, about things and have yeah. input from other people. Otherwise, it's just There's us. no shutting us up. It's just us. Anyway, so. Not very interesting. Uh... I wanted to interrupt you to take a drink of water there. Mm-hmm. That was important. And um, also the recap is just to be like, you should listen to the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, especially if you want to be in on what the recaps are even about. Yeah. Um, Insider information. So on to onwards to the sorries. Oh, and if you want to ask us uh, to apologize for something, you just add us on Twitter. My handle is at Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. Mine is Mocum99, M-O-C-U-M-9-9. And that's a capital M. It's a whatever kind of M you fucking want. But it is a capital M. Sure. It is. And, uh, yeah, and just, just, just tweet at us. Or you could DM if you're embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, you can slide into our DMs. So, I got some feedback that I was a little too angry about uh, not getting the Batman dick comment. Who said that? Uh, I didn't write their name down, but... I just wanted. I just wanted to uh, apologize for coming off a little too aggro talking about Batman's dick. I am really sorry about that. I'm actually. It's been uh, two weeks now, and I'm okay with it that I didn't get the comic, and it's totally fine. There's no reason for me to get like so upset about it. So I'm sorry about that. Good I for lost you. my temper. Um, the other thing. Oh well. We probably won't do this today because I'm too tired anyway. But looking up things and researching while on air. What Which is something it? I like to do. That Should someone we not do like, it or yes, they, do it? Th- that we shouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, probably not. It's rude. Mm, you're rude. And it also makes people not trust us, like that we don't know what we're talking about. I but don't know what I'm talking about. We don't know what we're talking about. I'm so. fully, full disclosure, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's why this show is called Two Hosts from Delco, because that's what we are and that's it. Uh, someone uh, tweeted at me and said uh, that I should apologize for mentioning John Lennon. And and not the Beatles doing a circle jerk. Yeah, bitch. Like, Take was, his name out your mouth. It was kind of like 
the Beatles circle, circle Jerk was like big news, and I really missed an opportunity to talk about that. And I don't know, you know what they I'm did, talking about. No, that. no. What were they on acid and they did a Circle Jerk? No, they were completely so sober and they did a Circle, circle Jerk. Which would have been probably cooler for them I, if they were on acid. Yeah, no, it was before acid. It was when they were in high school and oh. stuff. When, they, when the Beatles first started. So they were doing so. So now it I just feel like makes that's you probably like, common, though. Yeah, it makes you be like, uh, now you know where they got their name from. The Beat? Beatles? Uh, the Beatles? <laughs> really? Yeah, like, from Beating they Off. They're like, yeah, we should call... Off? Yeah. Of course. All boy band. Makes yeah, perfect sense to It me. is. They are, and they are evil. They are Gosh, like... can you do that window over here? Actually? Their music is the vehicle for the devil, the Beatles. So it makes sense that they came together through sin. Well, I mean, John Lennon was bisexual, too, so I think he probably instigated it. Well, there's no such thing as bisexual. I don't get that. I don't get any of that argument. Like, sure there is. Like, shut up. Oh, okay, great. I thought you were going to say there, there isn't no, no such thing. No, of course there is. Most people are on the spectrum of sexuality and yeah. are somewhat bisexual. So whatever, homo, you're bisexual now. Like, John yeah. Lennon was, like, totally bisexual. Well, that's hot. So, yeah. Uh, Maureen, I have an apology for you here. Uh, you were kept on interrupting me and rushing to call Pat. Because that uh, was the, the show. That's what the show was about. It was about talking to Pat. So um, I felt like excited to get to that point and I will now apologize. Uh, then I interrupted Pat talking about his... This is for Pat asked me to apologize for interrupting him when he was talking about his Patreon. And he was about to go into talking about like, you know, the rewards for his Patreon. And I was like, I just like inter I just interrupted him. Oh, this isn't it. So I decided, actually I'm doing it right now, that I'm gonna go to Pat's uh Patreon and tell you what his tiers are. So Patreon is a uh, it's a, a subscription platform for artists online where you can support any artist that you like. A lot of podcasts actually do it. And later on in the episode, I wanted to discuss how Maureen and I are probably going to start start a Patreon and we'll go over our rewards. But for now, let's just keep this all about Pat because I learned my lesson um, last time that I interrupted him that it was really rude. So for a dollar a month, so uh, Pat's Patreon is patreon.com forward slash yeah dude comics, all lowercase no space. So for $1 a month, uh, you get access to patron-only content. Of Pat Alessio's comics. Of Pat Alessio's comics. You get sneak peek photos of upcoming releases. And then you get uh, patron-only polls. And I assume the polls might be for, because sometimes I've seen him do polls on Twitter like, hey, what kind of like tattoo should I draw on um, this person's chest for this one panel and then he has like a bunch oh, of that's fun. people yeah so I imagine he, it's polls like that it's like choose your own adventure uh, and then for five dollars or more a month you get PDFs of comics so basically it's like getting an electronic uh, subscription to Pat's comics and you also get a free screen print, print mailed to you which that's awesome for five dollars a month yeah that's nice plus all previous rewards so you get everything, all and the then you get stuff. you get a screen print and PDF of comics, and that's like pretty good. I have to say, for my Patreon, you get a lot more than that for five dollars a month. 
you get uh, zines in the mail. You get I send co cat costumes to all my patrons who I know have pets. And costume for the cat to wear. Yeah. All right, yours. I'm sorry, Pat, yeah. Versus that are. Um, sorry, also, Pat Alessio. Yeah, I also I do a performance art piece every month, and then at the end of the year, you get a flash drive, which is a collection of all monthly performances. You get comics. I do weekly reject comics for everyone, so they get a weekly three o'clock book that's exclusive to Patreon. And the amount of zines that I've sent out to my Patreon members, it's, it's a lot. Although there's like two or three people I owe zines to. But they're coming to them. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that, you know, my Patreon might be better. Also, to everyone who uh, is listening to this now and decides they want to sign up to my Patreon, my Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-I, all lowercase, no space. And if you sign up today and mention that you heard about my Patreon through two hosts from Delco, you will also get a free t-shirt in the mail. If, this is for $5 a month. If you sign up for $5 a month, you'll get all those zines. And if you mention two hosts from Delco, I will give you an Annoying Girl t-shirt. Annoying Girl is one of my 3 o'clock book comic characters. I have two of them and I love them. I wear them all the time. I gave you two t-shirts? You gave me one for my boyfriend, but I wear it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's also a very comfy fabric, isn't it? It is a great fabric. There's no tag in there either. Yeah, it's Hanes tagless. <clears throat> Uh, so, and I guess, yeah, sorry, Pat, for not talking, uh, for interrupting you, uh, talking about your Patreon. Join my Patreon today, patreon.com forward slash Beth Heinley, B-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase in space. Join, sign up today for your free Annoying Girl t-shirt. Of course, if you are a fan of Pat Alicia's comics like I am, then his Patreon is infinitely better than Beth's Patreon. That's totally not true. Sorry, it's <laughs> not true. Okay, onwards. All right, so the next apology is sorry. Um, sorry for victimizing you for apologizing for being a bully. Uh, so apparently, oh yeah, I apologized to you for being a bully and you said that you um, accepted my apology but you think that like you hate the world word bully yes. and you don't consider yourself a bully. So I just wanted to say then to take this further and say sorry for saying, for victimizing you in that way. Oh, I was I'm, fine. Well, I'm sorry. Well, do you know what makes the bully word so much worse now? That fucking what's-her-face Melania came out and said that she's the most bullied person in the, in the country or something like that. Have you heard about this? She's a con. She's an asshole. Anyway, um, I hate that word. I think that it is misused, and I think it gets thrown around, and I think it's a symbol of um, not having personal responsibility for your own emotions. Mm, okay. Um, oh, I have to apologize for saying the word crazy. Every fucking Marine. time. Every goddamn time. You have to apologize for not pointing it out. Ugh, every time. I also forgot trigger warning. Oh, yes. Episode Um. These are really... No. I don't know what I should have had it ready. By the way, during the recording of today's podcast, we're eating... 
Mini Starburst. Mini Starburst. They're mi Starburst Minis Unwrapped. They're pretty good, but they don't really have the same consistency as regular Starbursts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to suck on them, too. Mm-hmm. We like to suck on them. Like, right now, it's just, like, stuck in my, the back of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Right mm -hmm. all the way in the back. Yeah. Yeah. She likes to suck on it. Trigger warning. You're listening to Two Ocean Delco. Yeah, this is not a safe space. No. Not even a little bit. Um It's actually pretty hostile. The last in the sense of, you know, emotional safety. Mm -hmm. And being PC. Not emotionally safe him. Mm. Mm, we're both. Oh, so Surly Temple 69 wrote in. Surly Temple? Shirley Temple. 69? Shirley Temple 69. Okay. Wrote in to me on Twitter and said that we should say sorry for saying dead girls later in the podcast after I corrected you earlier in the podcast that you should call them dead women. I already explained that I'm specifically talking about images in my mind of fucking dead little girls. Another trigger warning I should apologize for is we didn't give a trigger warning for people who are alien abductees. Oh, yeah. Because if That's you were an alien. alien, yeah, if you were an alien abductee, you probably were, uh, didn't know that the conversation was going to go there and probably upset you. Mm. Yeah. We're sorry. No, I'm not. Um, the last thing we have to apologize for the last episode was we didn't talk about Wawa at all. I saw on the way here a coming to Wawa sign. Oh, where? Another one? Where? I thought you would know where it was. I actually don't remember. I mm -hmm. like saw it and I looked down at my phone and forgot about it. Um, that's awesome. I, let's see. I mean, I've been like not really in my house for the past two weeks because we're getting the floors redone. So I've kind of been out of my uh, Wawa like you know, um, going to Wawa, but I think I had an egg salad sandwich maybe two weeks ago. It's a weird thing to order to me. Really? I actually love having egg salad, especially if I'm having like an early lunch because mm -hmm. then it's kind of like breakfast and lunch. Yeah. It's like a brunch kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, it actually though, I have to say, I'm sorry, Wawa. It really wasn't that good. It was kind of soggy Mm. They put too much egg salad on, and I, it probably would have been the best egg salad sandwiches I actually get are at legit like delis. Pro I'm sure, yeah. You know, it's just the way it is. Chicken salad, you can do. Oh, so good. I love that. You can do a salad. chicken salad at Wawa. Okay, so onwards to the recap. So, the recaps for aliens I have here. Um, well, and first off, uh, I have a couple things about Patreon. When Marina and I set up our new Patreon, it's going to be patreon.com forward slash no space space number two hose H O E S from Delco 
all lowercase, no space, two hosts from Delco. <laughs> Uh, and we uh, were going to, what we'll do if you become a patron at a dollar a month, we're going to read your name. So every time we get a new Patreon subscriber, we, we, we read your name over the air. Wow. Yeah, people, uh, a lot of, this is again from podcast listening that I've learned this. And I've learned that this is what they do this. And people, That's cool. people were really into it. So awesome. get So get ready for that. Everyone, we're going to read people's names out at a cert- at the Patreon section of our podcast. Because that's what they do. Um, they like it. I wanted to congratulate Maureen for not mentioning Seinfeld in the last episode, not even once. Well, you're welcome. You're, yeah, thank you. Uh, so we also are obligated to talk about this. This is something people do in podcasts as well. And basically, it's to please... Rate us and subscribe. This is how people find us and listen to Two Hosts from Delco. And it's from you, our loyal listeners, from um, you rating us. Like, you just give us a rating and then leave us a review. And the reviews are really important. Now, the other add-on I want to do here, if you give us a review anywhere, I guess, I think that really Apple is like the big review place, but... I don't know if you comment on our SoundCloud or something, uh, or I guess on Stitcher, I don't really ever go there, but we're on Stitcher. If you're listening through that and you know how to leave a review on Stitcher, please do that. And we will read your review on the air as well. Oh yeah, definitely. And I don't care what it says. Well, all right. No, we don't care what it says. Do you, you care? I mean, we're really opening the door here. That's the point. All right. Whatever. Fine. You know what? Tyson. Read. Say we'll read whatever you write. Um, oh, uh, so the other recap. Uh, KY Warming Lubrication wrote me an email. I got a cease and desist notice from them. Shut up. For mentioning KY Warming Lube. KY Warming Lube did reference that? Reference to uh, having sex with corpses. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, told me that we're not allowed to mention them ever again, except in this instance where I'm saying that we got to cease and desist and that we're, they are not an official sponsor to host from Delco and they do not condone having sex with corpses. Nor do I. And that's not why they invented it, they said. Oh, well. 100%. It happens a lot that things get used for things they weren't invented for. Like Viagra was originally a heart medication, but all of you sick, perverted men had to take it so you can keep your dick hard longer. I forgot to mention in the last recap that Ajuma Baraka was the VP, the vice president candidate of Jill Stein for the Green Party in the presidential election of 2016. Good job. Correction. Correction. There's a correction. I said that we moved to th- uh, to Fishtown in 2003, but we moved to Fishtown in 2006. Really? That know. long? Wow. That yeah. long after college, huh? Yeah. So 2006, we moved to Fishtown, and I said it actually would have been cooler if it was 2003. Yeah. Because then we would be real. Like, we were kind of ahead of the curve, but actually not. No. No, there was already things It was already, things were happening. But if we moved in 2003, that would have been hardcore, Mm -hmm. which we didn't do. Um, I forgot to make a joke about pirating a pirate show. 
a question mark apology. I guess I was like, maybe this should be an apology. Anyway, yeah, I didn't watch that pirate show, Black Sails. Oh, yeah. Yet. We have, you know what, I haven't watched it in a while. I have to get back into it. Um, oh, it says right here, right now, look up Blonde Dude from X-Files. And I love that it immediately it's like Blonde Dude from Scooby-Doo, Blonde Dude from Shrek, Blonde Dude from Twilight, Blonde Dude from Harry Potter, Blonde Dude from Grease. No, Blonde Dude from X-Files. Yeah. Richard Langley. Richard Langley. So that's The that Lone is. Gunman, that's what they were called. Uh, and then the other thing was like, look up the Arrival um, actress who starred in Arrival. And I couldn't say, yep, I couldn't say Amy Adams' name, but it, I was, I said Superman's girlfriend, which is Amy Adams. And I also said um, the... Um, uh, uh, the movie that, or the show that just came out on, um, HBO. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my God. I watched the whole thing. I'm just like completely <sighs> sharp objects. I haven't watched it. And so it's Amy Adams. And then, um, we actually, we touched on alien sex, but we didn't really... Before we go there, can we go back for a second? Where? Um, so Beth doesn't like to tell me things before the show. She likes to pull like things out of her ass. Uh -huh. So with this, um, I want to go back to the whole reading whatever they say. Whatever oh, they. Oh, you want to go back to that? Yes. Okay. So weirdly enough, I remember hmm. you telling me about this performance art piece, and I just saw someone like share an article about it. The woman whatever it was like in the eighties or whatever. And she mm -hmm. set out like all these objects and just said that like they Cut people piece. could do anything. Marina Brown I feel like this is, um, in that sense, I will do it in the sense of like that spirit. Oh, because you're really nervous. Well, I just feel like if I say, I will say anything on the radio, people will, or on the radio. Right. If I say anything on this podcast, I will say anything you write on this podcast, right? If I say that, mm. people are going to want to write things that I obviously would not want to say. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always those people. Right. Um, right. And I feel like we are sort of encouraging people to do things like that. Well, what if people, if they write in a review, right, and we're going to read it because we promised we would. What if we did it, and if we didn't agree with it, we did it in a funny voice? Oh, okay. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so we'll do it in a funny voice if we if we think your comment is stupid and we don't agree with you. Yeah, or if it's, like, extremely offensive or has, like, I mean, I, I mean, are we saying, like, slurs if someone writes it? Uh, no, we're not going to do, I'm not going there. So that's, that's, like, my concern. Yeah. So we're, I like, mean, taking the guns off the table in a sense? Be... <laughs> respectful we are obviously feminists so don't like uh write in some dumb shit like that if you're like gonna be some dumb alt-right wing piece of shit i can't even imagine um why you're still listening to this podcast. Well, that's a really good point actually yeah because people like to troll stuff that's why Speaking of dumb, all right pieces of shit, um, there is this Viking statue on the oh, Schuylkill River. Saw that. Yeah, and it got pushed in because apparently all these white supremacists were meeting there regularly. 
Yeah, my coworker like, was like sad about it. He's like, I like that statue, man. I didn't know it was an all right symbol. I know. They, I mean, because obviously because it's a Viking. So they're like, oh yeah, white people, Vikings. Anyway. I'm glad it got pushed in the river for some reason. It's a shame. It's a shame the sculpture had to go. But, you know, to be honest, I don't actually think it was that good. Oh, you got Skittles too? I, we went to Five Below yesterday and just bought a bunch of candy. You know what? All racists need to like tune in here at this point in time because yeah they need to taste the rainbow taste the rainbow bitch yeah skittles is oh you got the berry uh this is the best kind the purple kind they were a yeah. dollar for these boxes so all kind of berry flavored mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah also i it's great that we're eating candy during skittles the during the halloween episode mm, good point no all the halloween candies out mm-hmm great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love these. I fucking know. Oh my god. This is so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, please, as a favor, just be respectful, but, um, yeah, I'll read what you say. You want me to say? So, um, back to alien sex. Uh, I, I guess I felt like we could expand on this. But um, the in any case, the Owen Collie, uh, there's a lot of alien sex in Lewis Bruce. Obviously, you could tell from the title there's going to be a lot of alien sex because it's about uh, a human woman who um, mates with aliens. And that's like her brood is it's about her alien offspring from mating with the Owen Collie, which she technically I mean, she did have a choice, but uh no, I mean, she did have a choice. It wasn't like she was raped by the aliens, um, which, uh, ooh, oh, where is it? <sighs> We're talking about alien rape. So she, she wasn't raped by them, but I mean, she was kidnapped by them, you know, and then put in an isolation chamber and then she went to go live with an alien family. And they were definitely the whole time interested in breeding with her. Yeah. Because that's what the that's what this alien race does. They're traders. They like travel uh, across space and time and they uh, they absorb, you know, and use whatever they can utilize throughout the galaxy. I see. In any case, um, but the sex was like, it, it was weird. It was kind of like more like mind control. Um, it was very, it was more like sensual. Like there's no real penetration. No real penetration. It's more like vibration. So it's like lesbian sex more so? Yeah, definitely. I mean, not that I know from personal experience, but. Um, it kind what, of, lesbian sex or alien sex? Either. I've never had sex with an alien or a woman. Huh. Um, and I try to think about alien sex in general. It's like a whole genre in and of itself. There's no alien sex in Pat's book, though. Well, want one. Do you have any alien sex stories from, like, you watch Star Trek all the time? Oh, yeah. Um... I mean, I feel like my alien experiences aren't super sexual, so I I, I don't really have, like, a... I mean, isn't, like, 
the captain William Shatner's character. Like, yeah, he's very sexual. He's always trying to fuck the alien women and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're very humanoid looking, all oh, the yeah. alien women who wants to fuck. They all have huge tits. But Owen Collie are not humanoid at all. They're, they are like, they're like octopus things. Uh, um, let's see. I, I mean, I just finished Robert Heinlein, Starman, and Jones, but I think those were two humans that got together in that one. Not aliens. There's alien, there's like cyborg sex in um, Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Humans and cyborgs. Well, which there is already is that in real life now. <laughs> there is, yeah, that's true. There 100% is, so. Yeah. Welcome to the future! Um, people who have sex with cyborgs obviously did not watch Battlestar Galactica, because if you did, you would know. Not a good idea. Hmm. Um, in case, I guess I just wanted to talk about alien sex for a minute. It's a whole genre. I actually wanted to get into, uh, Romance novels. So if anyone has any good alien romance novels for me, I know there's a lot out there to explore. So I definitely for fun wanna like pick up some alien sex books and read them. Ew. Anyway, let's talk about clowns. No! Oh, I'm supposed to call our surprise um, guest. So our surprise guest, um, today is a clown that Maureen should, well, she doesn't remember because she didn't meet him. I really should be eating Skittles right now. No. Hold on, let me do have one more Skittle. They're really addictive. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one fell on the keyboard. I have to read it. it. Oh, God, blueberry. Oh, it's so good. Is it blueberry? Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, it's raspberry. Yeah, idiot. Blue raspberry. Mm. Call okay. the clown, so, bitch. Clappy the Clown is uh, on July 18th, 2018. It was a Wednesday. Maureen had agreed to meet with me at my childhood. I never childhood, agreed to this. Never once agreed. But my childhood tree... At the corner of Wycombe and where is the Sycamore? Wycombe. I, I didn't go. Why would I know? Anyway, it's in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania. In an effort to recreate a childhood memory, I invited a, a stripper to come and strip uh, for me in front of uh, the oldest tree in um, Lansdowne, and. Maureen agreed to come with me so that I wasn't by myself when um, the stripper came. And then I... I never agreed to this. There was all different kinds of strippers, and I chose uh, all kinds of stripper themes you could do. And I saw there was a clown one, and I really wanted the clown one. Maureen did not want the clown one. She wanted the guy who came dressed as a dog. That would have been funny, but I didn't go. And she didn't go, and she left me there. I was there by myself. I mean, I mean that's not my problem. And I got a strip tease dance from Clappy the Clown. Also not my problem. <laughs> and then there was also a lot of weird people came out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that I were really into it. That yeah. were into it? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, there was people 
coming out of their houses. But like when I was trying to call them over to be like, please, <laughs> please join me, they they just wanted to watch. They just held up their phones and recorded it, <laughs> and they didn't. It was like jerk off material for later. I get it. Yeah. So in any case, uh, let's one for the spank bank. Let's get Clappy the Clown in here to start off our conversation about clowns. We're gonna ask him a bunch of questions. Is he that. exclusively a stripper clown, or is he? Save your questions for Clappy. Okay. First. Hi, is this Clappy the Clown? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, Clappy, what have you been doing? What? Clappy, this is uh, this is Beth, your client from uh, in July. You met and uh, with me, and we stripped in front of, and you stripped. I didn't strip with you. You stripped. And did a dance for me. Clappy's got some problems. <laughs> Clappy, you it was it, it was at the um, the sycamore tree in Lansdowne, and you did like uh, you did like a striptease dance, and you had a horn that that you were uh, like a unicorn horn or a horn that plays music. No, like a horn, like <laughs> oh, like that. Well, yeah. And you also squirted me with your flower at one point. Ew. And uh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for agree- thanks for agreeing to be on our podcast. Uh, what? Thanks. Thanks for agreeing to be on our podcast. Beth is a liar. Clappy, well, listen, Clappy. We talked this about is this. Marine. He's lying. We talked. I want to see some pictures of, you know, where's the pictures of you and your clown outfit? Well, he was he was performing, so he didn't have any pictures. No, I mean, where's your pictures now of you and your clown outfit? I, I want to see them. I showed you the website. I want to see them now. Well, that's a really horrible question, Marine. I want private pictures. Oh, do you do that? Do you do uh, send private pictures to people? Pictures of your privates in the clown costume. Oh, your balloon animal, right, right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Huh? Can, can you uh, you twist it into different shapes and stuff like that? Beth knows. I do know. I mean, I was there. It was. Uh, Quite the trick. Quite the trick. Do you ever put a, um, a clown nose on the end of your dick? Um, no. I've never done that. Would you? Um, it depends. What, what are your, um, what does it depend on? What are your conditions? How much? How much money? Yeah. For you to put it, a clown nose on the end of your penis. And make sure it's one that squeaks. Oh, yeah. It always looks like a clown nose. I know. That's why. Maybe we can just paint it then. Like a bigger clown nose? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, bigger clown nose, but also it doesn't squeak, though. So. And then, like, at the end of your show, you can air hump, and you'll have the clown nose on there, and it'll be cool. Sexy. Well, this is all, all fun and games, okay? Because obviously, this is more private stuff. If you want to get in touch with Clappy directly, but um, I got in touch with him from um, phillysluts.com. 
And if you want to go there and get like the general, like Clappy didn't didn't show his generals to me when when he stripped for me. He doesn't normally do that. Oh, okay. just I just want to put that out there. Um, but so I'm just interested. Uh, what kind of people do you always strip as a clown? Is just like your regular? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Is this like your regular thing? Do you strip as other characters? Yeah. Do you strip for pastors? No, do you strip as other characters? Oh, um, no, just clowns. Different clowns? Yeah. So, like, do you have different emotions of clown? Like, happy clown, sad clown, sexy clown, like, mischievous like the clown? Perot, the Perot clown? Mostly sad clown. Oh, um, yeah, well, that makes sense because you're a stripper. Yeah. What's up? I said that makes sense because you are a stripper. That makes sense. You would be sad. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my bad. He's offended. You should be. Why are you saying you should be sad? Offended. Oh, okay. Um, what what got you into? So you exclusively are a clown stripper. What got you into being a clown stripper? Is it is it quite the uh, uh, market? You know, is it you make a lot of money? Clown stripping? Is it because you yourself are turned on by being a clown, or yeah? What What are some of the specifics on why you became a clown stripper? Just for fun. I've heard a lot of clowns say that. Just for fun, clowns sure are fun. <laughs> <laughs> squeak squeak. Yeah, clowns are fun. In the sack. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, uh, what are some of your clappy, what are some of the clowns, outside of the sad clown, what are some of the clowns that inspire you, uh, with, uh, your stripper moves? Because you had a lot of, yeah, you had a lot of specific clown things that you did in your, in your striptease, and I was wondering if you could, uh, elaborate on that for us. Can you elaborate the the clown influences in your striptease? Like, so you did like the squirting flower and the honking horn. Are you more like a rodeo sad clown? Bozo. Bozo the clown. So wait, what's Bo who's Bozo the clown? Which one's that one? Bozo was the children's clown you sicko. Okay, I was thinking more like Krusty. As Bo, I thought. Clappy was more like Krusty the Clown. I don't know. Don't look at me. But isn't Krusty a... Uh, huh? I try. You tried very hard, and you did a great job. I was trying to use euphemisms, but it just wasn't coming to me. Oh, coming! <laughs> um, okay, so isn't Krusty the Clown based off Bozo, though? Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Um, so, yeah. What are some of the things that Bozo does that you added to your stripper routine? What about the suspenders? What's the last thing I take off? How the hell do you manage 
to, to suspend. No, well, they're the pants. Oh, the pants are the last thing you take off. Well, yeah. it's not your suspenders, that's your pants. Well, you take off the suspenders and then his pants fell down and it was really comical. Oh, yeah, yeah. laughing is sexy. So then it's he trips over the pants and he falls with his head in your crotch. That's oh, how it goes. Oh, wow. Okay. It was great. Um, so, okay, so uh, what kind of horn tricks do you do? What kind of tricks do you do with your horn? Where are you? Are you in a dungeon? A clown dungeon? How long have you been clown stripping for, Clappy? Six years. Oh yeah, Marine's actually playing. If you could bring that, can you bring that up here, Marine? So Marine's actually playing the music that you play during your striptease, your clown striptease. Yeah, it was like that, and you uh, you had a boombox. You were playing it out of a boombox. Um, Marie, I'm asking all, Clappy all the questions. You have to ask Clappy the questions. I asked Clappy some questions. All right, what is your name, Clappy or Flappy, first of all? What's that? Is it Clappy or Flappy? Flappy. Flappy? Flappy? Crappy. Crappy? Slappy. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sexy clown slappy. So why don't you tell me what's the scariest clown that you ever met in your travels as a clown stripper? The scariest clown you can think of. A lot of comic book inventions? Yeah, they always get together. Who does? The clown. clown. The clowns always get together? What do they do? Uh, go out and drink. The clowns go out and drink? Mm -hmm. Why do they what, why, why do they have to go out and drink? What makes them want to change and alter their reality, their perception? What is it? Maybe you should think about that the next time you and your clown friends go out to have a drink, huh? Marine, Marine, you know, I think it's unfair that you're you're going after crappy in this way. Crappy? Clappy. Clappy? Well, Make a clap! The scariest clown I can think of is a drunk clown too, Clappy. Oh yeah, drunk clowns are really scary. <laughs> Have you ever been to Mama's in Bryn or in uh, Bella Kinwood? To, to where? It's called Mama's. It's a cheesesteak place, and they have pictures of sad clowns, like all this sad clown art in the restaurant, and it's just like a cheesesteak place with a sit-in restaurant that has pictures of sad clown art all over the walls. It's the creepiest place I've ever been. Hmm. 
Have you ever stripped in a place like that? A cheesesteak place? Yeah. Have you ever stripped in a cheesesteak place before, Clappy? No. No. That's disappointing. That's rather sad. It's usually bars for you, huh, Claps? Hmm? Usually bars for you, Claps? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, what about your shoes? Tell me about them. They're big. Yeah? How big? parties or like what what is the typical uh, event that you strip at children's birthday parties I hope not Clappy. he hung up he was too offended that I said children's birthday parties um maybe he was I don't know he didn't seem very interested in talking about his lifestyle. Clappy, did you hang up on us? I'm sorry, what happened? Clappy, we're trying to understand your lifestyle. You're not making it easy. Yeah, are you like a mime kind of clown? or Because if so, I really messed up doing a <laughs> sure turn interview with a mime. He's frantically gesturing right now. Do you do... Do you do birthday parties or what's the main kind of event that you do clown stripping at? Bachelorette parties. Bachelorette parties. Interesting. So the females, like a guy with a foot and a half long feet at the bachelorette parties? I think so. It appears that way to you? They seem to enjoy it, yeah. What makes you think they're enjoying it? What do their faces look like? All smiles. All smiles. And then do you smash a pie in their face? Sometimes. A cream pie. Do you get cream pie all in their face, Clappy? Is that what you do? <laughs> it has been known to happen. Oh. It's been known. Here. Um, well, so you don't have any repressed childhood sadness that brought you to clown uh, stripping, do you think? Or is this like a completely healthy uh, adult thing to do? I think uh, an adult can do whatever they want to do. Yes, but do you, do, do you personally, are you suffering from any childhood trauma which has led you to become a clown stripper is basically what I'm asking. Not at all. I love clowns. Yeah, why would you assume there would be some traumatic event that would lead someone to be a clown stripper? Well, would be dressing up as a clown and then showing people your genitals. That's where I would say, that's where I would draw the line where it's probably from a childhood trauma. What? <laughs> Taking it to that sexual level, like, because yeah, you love clowns when you were a little flappy, but you're an adult now and now you uh, are a clown. Now you love genitals. You, you take your clothes off and strip for people as a clown. So did you do that when you were little? Like, I mean, Maureen, you're the one who's told me. 
Yeah, it is too personal. It's very weird. This is getting but, real, real, real dicey here. Um, but Maureen, you were telling me that a lot of people's sexuality is based on repressed childhood trauma. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're just childhood memories, just childhood experiences. Oh, so just having happy clown experiences yeah. happy can and turn exciting. on. Yeah, there, I mean, there's like people that have balloon fetishes. Like they love the sound of balloons popping. Do you have a balloon fetish, uh, Clappy? No, I like them now. Well, I mean, that's what a fetish is. You, you really. like them. Not that much. Well, like, for instance, if you had two big round balloons and oh, you yeah. uh, squished them together and they go, <laughs> like that really slowly, does that turn you on? No. Okay, he doesn't have a plan. He no. doesn't have a balloon fetish. No balloon fetish here. Uh, yeah, I mean... So let's see, Clappy the Clown has been stripping, clown stripping for six years. He works at, for phillysluts.com. He does private clown uh, photos for you of his genitals wearing a clown nose that squeaks. Obviously, this goes into video. He'll do that for you. Uh, Clappy, have you ever face painted your balls? No, I've never done that. I feel like they would have to be painted like a really old man. Because they're wrinkly balls. Two old men. Like California raisins. I was thinking that they would be like two eyeballs. Oh, gross. Wrinkly eyeballs? Well, if you if you paint them all white, you know, in a picture, you wouldn't really know or that they were uh, wrinkly. Is that what we're going to explore right now? Is this what, is this what we're going to Well, in the private... Now? DMs later with Clappy, yes. yes. But, uh, you know. Anyway, all right. So you've never done that. We'll go over that later. Um, really, there, there is a whole community of clown sexuality. Yeah, I mean, Clappy knows all about it. Mm -hmm. They all hang out at conventions and go to bars together. Some of them do. Do uh, do all your clown friends when you go to these conventions, uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is specifically clown stripper convention, right? Clappy! Clappy, am I right? Are, we, are you nodding out? He's had a hard time. Long day. Oh, okay. You had a long day. <laughs> um, is it as long as your feet? This day? Is it a long, a foot and a half feet long day? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, in any case, when all you, so, okay, so the clown stripper convention, do you guys do, uh, circle jerks together? Like the Beatles? I've never gone to a clown stripper convention. Oh, okay, so it's just a clown convention. It's in there, like... It's like comic, comic con. Oh, okay. So, well then, how many of comic clowns, uh, would you say are Moonlight as clown strippers? Five percent. Five percent. That says something about the economy. That's going to change my whole outlook when I go to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and see all the volunteer clowns there. Oh. I, um... Oh, shit. Sorry. 
Clappy just we lost him. Again. Clappy, no. Oh, uh, you know what? I think it's like he takes talking about um, children very seriously. Like it's not. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he hangs up every time. The, let's just tell him we're just calling to say bye. Okay. And thanks for talking to us. Clappy. Um. It's ringing. She forgot to put it on speaker. Clappy. Clappy. What happened? Sorry, Clappy. I, dro- I dropped my milk. He dropped his milk. Um, okay, so we're going to, we just want to apologize for bringing up the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And we also wanted to uh, thank you for being on our podcast and, and talking to us about being a clown stripper. We have a lot more about clowns that Marine and I have to talk about, so we're going to let you go. Goodbye, Clappy. But uh, is there anything, Clappy, you would like to add about clowns? You want to, you know, send out to the clown community, uh, and also anything else about where people might find you on social media, if you have your own website, um, it's things like that. No, no. Fly low, fly low. Flying low under the radar? Mm-hmm. Well, how are you going to get enough business, Clappy? Something to think about. Something for you to think about. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, word of mouth. That's how you get in touch with Clappy. Uh, although, if you want his uh, personal um, email address, you can get in touch with me, and I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, Clappy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, can you do a little uh, clown horn on your way out for me? I miss it. I miss your clown horn. I don't have it with me. I'm sorry. Can you do an impression of a clown horn for me? Great job, Clappy. Great job. Bye, Clappy. Okay, so that was Clappy the Clown. That was my surprise guest for you, Marie. Whoa! Um, surprise! By the way, you owe me a surprise guest since oh. I, I gave you a surprise guest. Fair enough. Okay, so onwards to clowns. I want to talk about some of my favorite clowns. Stephen King's It Clown. Yeah, that's a scary clown. Have you even seen Stephen King's It? Not since I was a kid. Okay, and also... Uh, oh, who is, who is the clown? It's like, so what's his face from Rocky Horror Picture Show? Is he considered a clown? He plays uh, the clown um, in the 1990 movie. Um, oh, my God. Tim Curry Rice. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. I got it. I, always, I was like, Curry Rice? Anyway, Tim Curry is... So good at being the creepy clown in Stephen King's It from the mini television mini series show of 1990, and um, and then there's the It of today, which I actually think he is good. He's scary, but he's like very CGI. Like you know, he's got like uh, I haven't seen the new one. Oh, here, let me show you the new one. And it's by he's one of the Skarsgård brothers. Stars Skarsgård. Um, and I think he's, I think he's a good, like, clown actor being scary and everything. Um, wow, I'm, like, doing this all wrong. Um, 
Oh my god. Oh, there's Art the Clown. That's the one I fucking wait. Oh my god. Look, this is a clown. I'm being Art the Clown from the Netflix movie Terrifier. For Halloween. And I just actually drew, yeah. This is gonna be me on Halloween. Cool. And I actually saw the movie that came before All Hallows Eve that he's in that I'm definitely going to have to find and watch later. Nice. Well, I think it makes sense that I find clowns disgusting because there's a lot of scary clowns. mm -hmm. And I do remember seeing it as a child and um, it totally grossed me out to clowns. Um, Well... That's the thing. The thing is, being a good, scary clown actor... Is there an art like, to that? There is an art to that. Basically, it's like underacting, I feel like, is how... You like you don't have to be... It's like being dressed as a clown, but you're not outwardly being like, whatever. I mean, once in a while, like you're just like... But then once in a while, you go... <laughs> like that, and it's like really scary. But you don't really have to... Do a um, lot. Do a lot. It's like the subtleties of it. Um, there's also the... Um, so, oh wait. So here it is, Maureen. Stop doing yoga stretches. It hurts. My back hurts. Here he is. This is the 2017 Stephen King. Gross. Which one do you like better? Tim Curry? Tim Curry. Yeah, he's just so good. He And, and so, um, I was actually really disappointed when I saw the new Stephen King's it because they also... The protagonist of that movie, like the person who saves the day, is the girl. Um, I forget her name, but it's something annoying. Anyway, so it's her and also um, this is, I think his name's Henry, who is a um, young black kid and it's a boy. I think his name is Henry. Um, I also, by the way, it's like... I'm so bad at names because not only is Stephen King's It like one of my favorite movies, but I also uh, have read the book and I love everything about Stephen King and I can't remember anyone's fucking name. Wait, why is he not? Oh, Mike. Wait, I'm pretty sure it's Mike Hanlon. Yes. I had to double check that the actor was black to be sure. But so Mike Hanlon uh, and the girl character. Beverly Marsh. Oh, yeah. Beverly Marsh is such a, like, an annoying name. That's it is a pretty annoying it. name. Yeah. Uh, well, she is, it's it's like, she's the sharpshooter who ends up killing Stephen King's it. And Mike Hanlon is, like, the nerd who knows all the, the history and of the neighborhood, of the town, and where the origin of where Stephen King's it comes from and how to kill it. Like, so, the fact that in... Horror, like usually the strategy, the genre, um, the typical part of the genre is that, you know, women are helpless and black people always get killed first. And in this horror, it was, it flipped it on set and it was really cool. So what do they do in the new remake is they have Stephen King trap Beverly Marsh, spoiler alert, by the way, trap her in the sewer and the boys all have to go save her. So it turns into like, you know, damsel in distress. Yeah. And it's really fucked up. It's like blatantly up. like really bad thing to do. Like and and then also Mike Hanlon, they do have the um 
the one black kid character, but like he's kind of like uh, he's like a. I mean, he does help kill it in the end and stuff like that, but he's not the person who has like all the knowledge and and all knowing about the history, which is also another important part because, especially within racism in America, the other important part of Stephen King's it was that the the person who was aware of the history and the trauma of the town was the African-American child because he's from a, a long line. It's like a part of his family to have knowledge and know about this this dark history, this dark past, whereas like all the white people are completely oblivious and disconnected from it based off their white privilege. So this is like really important that mm -hmm. he's the history keeper and like... Um, and the knowledgeable person on the mythology of Stephen King's It. So they put that on its circle too, because then they made the um, the fat nerd guy be, which is I guess is also mean. But hey, yeah, right? What yeah, that's mean too. Uh, is it Stanley? No, is it? I gotta I gotta click on the actor and see if he's fat. <laughs> um, I think it's Ben. Yep. Oh, and John Ritter was Ben oh, in the nineteen ninety movie. John Ritter. Um. So, and he Ben. By the way, too. Ben was really smart in the book as well. He was an intelligent young boy, and he was into architecture. And he grew up to he grew up to be like a famous architect. So it's not like Ben's not intelligent. I'm not taking that away from him. Um. But I don't know. Um. In any case. Stephen King's it. Important clown. Yes, such an important clown. Art the Clown from Terrifier is like my favorite clown right now. I don't know that clown. I just showed you a picture of him. Art. Oh, that, sorry. Yeah, the one you're being for Halloween. Yeah. Um, and I'm like super psyched about my costume. It's going to be so cool. And then uh, other creepy clowns. Ooh, clowns from outer space. Killer clowns from outer space! You said that in a joyful way. Those are the scariest of all the fucking clowns. You're disgusted by clowns. They're the I'm... most hilarious of all the fucking clowns. Are you kidding? That's serious. I still actually can't even really watch that it's movie. Hilarious. It I mean, I wouldn't sit down and watch me. the movie, but Dude. I remember watching it in the summer when I was a kid at my friend's house, and we thought it was hilarious. All I do is watch scary movies, and I, like can't watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That's funny. They fucking terrify me. <laughs> because they're so, like, they're so, they're like, you know what it is? They're not human. They're like, and they are, they're like reptilian aliens Ew. that are clowns. I, yeah, don't they make like a, like a pod and like it eats you in the pod? Yeah, they turn you into cotton candy. Yes. <laughs> and hang you upside down. So dumb. Yeah, oh my God, but they're so scary and there's no escaping it because they just have those like, laser guns and like and then everyone who like gets killed by them is so unsuspected because they're like oh look at the clown and then it's like they're like oh yeah you're funny Ooh, and they did sexy uh clowns in that as well Ew. remember the girl clowns yes, where they I had do. the boobs yes grow oh, and then the and there was like the horny teenager guy who was I, like oh wow you know this is so great and her boobs are like growing and growing and then like i don't know they pop razor blades in his face or something i thought i think that i saw it like on usa when it was like no boobs oh you got the censored version yes. oh yeah i'm pretty sure i saw it on cinema 
parents when I was little. Yeah, because you were allowed to watch like regular movies where I was not. But, and actually, Maureen, our friendship goes way back because, I mean, I used to have horror movie sleepovers at my house all the mm-hmm. time. And I've been trying to get you into them as much as me for I don't know how many years. But I can't believe – I you know what? I can't believe that I wasn't like, we need to get together. Like, I ritually do want to get together and watch Friday the 13th or Halloween with people. Like, I want to, like, always want to rewatch those. Yeah, see, I'm not, like, super into that. But – the uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I, you, I'm i never going to invite you over my house to watch that because I never ever want to see it again. Okay, I'm fine with that. Those clowns scare me. Um, well, and then there's John Wayne Gacy, That's who scary. is an actual killer clown. He's a serial killer who used to dress as a clown and actually has killed people dressed as a clown. And he sells paintings of himself, a self-portrait of himself as, um, I think his clown name is Pogo. I'm pretty sure it's Pogo. And um, um, my dad used to do taxes for a volunteer clown before. A volunteer clown? Yeah, a lot of people who enjoy clowning, clowning. volunteer at hospitals and like. Okay. Fair but enough. I really can't imagine any child wants anything to do with a clown. I mean, it's creepy as shit. Like, I don't get that. I don't either. You know, if I was going to go around the hospitals to cheer up kids, I would dress up as, like, you know, Wonder Woman or something like that. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Or, like, a dog. I always go back to that. Dressing up like a dog. Woof, woof. Um, that would be stupid for them, I think, because they probably get real dogs coming in all the time. Yeah, therapy dogs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that ain't no lady dressed like a dog, though. Other clowns I want to talk to, yeah, talk about, there is the Perot, which is, like, this French... Mime clown that, um, you know, um, he's uh, a, a stock character of pantomime and uh, something in French, whose origins in the late 17th century Italian trooper players performing in Paris and known as the Comédie Italienne. <laughs> the name is diminutive of Pierre, Peter. And actually, you ever see uh, David Bowie as a pro clown? As a what? The Perot, the clown, David oh, Bowie's oh, costume. Actually, I think I have. It's so yes, cute. I, I love it. Uh, and Perot, the clown, who's yeah, pantomime is like clowning. It's it's being a mime, so there's no talking. And uh, and a lot of people, especially artists, are inspired by Perot, the clown, in performance art and so on. And like David Bowie, I I'm like. You know, completely understand why he was into Perot. Also, Art the Clown, who I've been talking about, um, who I'm a huge fan of again and dressing as for Halloween. Super fucking scary clown. He is, his costume is based off Perot, the, the pantomime. And also, that's the other thing, he doesn't talk. He's a, he's a mime, he's a mute, and he doesn't talk. That's creepy. So, yeah, that actually adds to the creepiness, like when he's going to kill people because there's no screaming or anything like that. It's terrifying. Yeah. You have to go home and watch it. Yeah, maybe. Does Carl like horror movies? Maybe he doesn't li- dislike them. Terrifier is so good. You also, the gore is like ridiculous in it. Where yeah, it adds when it's over comedy. the top, I'm like fine with it as well. Yeah, whatever. so the gore is like a comedy and also he ends up like killing like two um, um, girls who are dressed like sluts. Sluts. 
But the one girl's like a slutty scarecrow. Like their sl- <laughs> their slut costumes are hilarious. The one girl's a slutty scarecrow, and the other girl's like a slutty skeleton, which is like kind of like okay, yeah, you could be a slutty skeleton. But the slutty scarecrow costume is like ridiculous. I was like, how could you make a scarecrow slutty? And this girl did it. Ew. Yeah. And actually, though, there's this. Um, I feel like her pussy website. Would be dry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't stick a broom up her ass. Uh, um, so the uh, the this one website actually for slutty Halloween costumes, it's called Yandy.com. I bet they have a slutty scarecrow costume. Are you peeing? Oh, Marine's going to get some water. So and the other clowns, let's see, other clowns that I like. Other clowns that I like, um, is Mr. Bean considered a clown? Because he's definitely, he's kind of a mind. He's mind like. Yeah, I like Mr. Bean. Yeah, Mr. Bean's Oh, uh, like we were talking, like, I definitely think Gritty has a lot of clown influence yes. in his costume and, like, how he acts. Well, sports mascots, I, like, I, I really think they're, they're, clown. they're a clown. There's yeah. a cross between a clown and a furry. Mm-hmm. So, so sensual. So <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, so yeah, what other? I I brought up a lot of clowns that I'm into, and I think it's something that um, makes it obvious that you are not that into clowns. I was gonna say I am not into any clowns. Um, I don't know how we can do this without talking about ICP though. Insane clown posse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of terrifying in, like, in a drug overdose, white trash sort of way. Yeah, and, like, in a way that, like, it seems, well, whatever. You know what? I'm not even going to say anything about these people because I don't know very much about them. I think a lot of them, the stereotype that you see is that a lot of them are emotionally hurt, vulnerable people that put on this mask to be scary. I feel like that is the stereotype of insane clown posse uh, so, also, the Insane Clown Posse fans all get together for a, uh, a musical festival called The Gathering. If the you're Juggalos. The Juggalos. Those are um, fans of Insane Clown Posse. So, if you're interested in going to see that, uh, I guess just Google search The Gathering and uh, the nearest city or large field where... Uh, People can put tents in, I guess. <laughs> and uh, there's a great documentary on Vimeo actually called American Juggalo. And if you're also interested, it's a really excellent documentary on Insane Clown Posse. And you can get to know uh, what that fandom is like. See, that I would watch. Okay, yeah, you should watch that later. Yeah, maybe it I is. Will. It's really good. She likes to tell me what to watch. Uh, you tell me what to watch too. I'm going to get into Black Sales. Don't make fun of my voice, especially because it's annoying already. So. Um, let's see. Well, then there's a, the Family Underground. There's a lot of documentaries, but I'm pretty sure the one I've watched is the one on Vimeo. But yeah, yeah clowns, it is that one. I think clowns are gross, and I also think they're played out. Um, yeah, that's what I think about clowns. I think like all that white. God, I can't believe you just said you think clowns are played they're out. They're fucking played out. There. Why do you think they're played out? Like they're. Just this is insulting because it's my art. Suck my dick. This is my art. I do clowning in my art. Well, guess what? My art is 
being a basic bitch and that's played out. So I guess, I guess we're both played out. So you need to elaborate on why you think clowning is, is played out because you just like call like a majority of my artistic practice played out. I just think clowns in general are played out. Mm -hmm. I don't like them. Yeah. And um, I don't want to look at them. It has nothing to do with it actually being played out in society because I think clowns are like a base, basic thing that like will never go away. And for whatever reason, I'm very interested in what the psychology of clowns is because you're like mm -hmm. hiding your face. You're becoming a caricature of maybe something else like you're exaggerating certain parts of your personality and certain like physical traits of human beings into you know something that is exaggerated and like therefore funny or scary um but yeah i just personally don't like clowns i feel like they're they're everywhere like and there's like but it's an archetype so i guess that's why it can't be played out yeah Thank you. Wow. But I That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's why I'm fascinated by them, because they're an archetype. Yeah, it's an archetype. And, and there's also, I mean, like, I, when I think of clowns, I also think of blackface and how those two things are intertwined. What? Oh, yeah. How are clowns and blackface at all intertwined? Really? Yeah, because uh, I'm not trying to do racist performance art. Um, I don't think that they're in intertwined in the sense that like dressing up like a clown is racist however i think that some of the origins are i mean the two things are very similar it's like you're painting your face you're exaggerating well features you're a caricature of something yeah but uh, a clown isn't a caricature of a race it's like a mask whereas blackface is doing a caricature of a race which is racist it is racist also yeah. though but like the thing is like i think that blackface is considered like a type of clown because they're it's meant to like they generally were like funny clumsy stupid. i think the, i think the people who who sincerely believe that and did blackface performance art in like 1920 probably sincerely made that argument but i definitely don't see uh I, I mean i see the similarities but i don't think it's an excuse that it's okay to do it doesn't make it okay to do it i just think uh, that those two like the blackface is i mean i wasn't it like is, they're on vaudeville and like at yeah, that yeah. time yeah you know what i mean it, there's there's some intertwining of those two things at certain times i think I that's think the that scariest disturbing thing of clowns i don't think clowns are racist that we've talked about but yeah i, do, I agree with you when i think of clowns i think of blackface as like a subset of all of like the, this culture of clowns. And like we said, if it's an archetype, like there's going to be negative people are going to take that to a negative Well, when place. I think of clowns, I think of geishas. Uh, I can see that. I'm kidding. Well, could, I could see how it's similar. Again. I don't like, see them as an or, oriental prostitutes. They're painting their face. Actually, I think using the word oriental is racist. It's so racist. Yeah. Um, but you don't think that like in a sense... A geisha, like it, it is again, you're painting your face, you're putting on a mask, you're exaggerating certain qualities. Um, one time I did, or like for like an effect in like an emotional effect in the viewer. Mm -hmm. Another face painting is uh, I, that I've done is um, corpse face, What's that? which is like a corpse mask, which is done in like um, black metal bands. Kiss does a variation. Oh, I've seen you dress up like that. Yeah, that's another painted face that I'm really into hmm. that I hope doesn't connotate 
blackface in any way. I don't think that clowns are from blackface. I think yeah. that blackface is a subset of clowns. Okay. Um, uh, the other clown thing I wanted to mention, we do have to close up because Marine has to get out of here. Look how pretty the sunset it's is. It's beautiful. Here. I've been watching it the whole this time. This is what I love about this room. It's a great room. Mm -hmm. So in any case, so uh, the other thing about clowns I just wanted to mention, do you remember in 2016, across the United States in like suburbs, yes. well, I think it was mostly in the South, but it was Midwest too. There was groups of clowns, like just people just dressed as clowns yeah. that would just go out. I was just reading an article about that too. And I was like, that's like a form of, of um, terrorism, I think. Yeah. Because, especially since, so they didn't do anything. But what, see what I was reading. And what so, was it that, how it happened? But another thing, the article that I was reading talking about mm -hmm. these like clown sightings or whatever, it talked about also, I mean, I bet some people did dress up like clowns. And like when it came out, people were putting red balloons everywhere. People were getting yeah. scared by but it. But this was before it to so be this before was, the re-release of Stephen King's Ed. This article was talking about not only like, it was talking about the clown sightings, but also it was saying that like there were also a lot of episodes of like hysteria and like things that were triggered by like a child only child only children saw it. Yeah. Um, and then like it created this hysteria, hysteria like oh this happened, but maybe it didn't happen at all or as much or whatever. But there, I went to like a rash of this. Mm -hmm. But the article that I was reading was suggesting it was more of a psychological effect. Well, in the one, I, I read that one too. It's the one apartment building complex, which is also creepily enough in the middle of the woods. Ugh. So, and the kids were saying that the clowns were coming out of the woods Ooh. and that's how the story kind of started. And, but in a way that it convinced adults that it was really happening right. and that's where the hysteria really started. But there was clown sightings like across the United States and it was basically just people deciding to dress up as clowns and like standing in the street. Uh, the one that I read was this little boy who actually had, was either, he was on the spectrum. He would either had autism or uh, he was mentally challenged or something um, a little bit off, but he likes dressing as a clown. Yeah. Like it comforts him and he liked to dress as a clown and just stand outside. And that's what he liked to do. Right. But the thing is, anyone who outside the neighborhood who saw that was like, that's oh, fucking scary. Yeah. And also, he's like, he's not going to talk back to you. It is pretty scary. Yeah. And that created an hysteria. And, and people took pictures of it. And it, the pictures went viral online. Wow. I think the internet really adds a lot to it. Oh, yeah. But uh, because, I mean, it made me be like, I would love to just like randomly dress as a clown and walk around in the city and see, you know, what I would happen. And to tell you the truth, like when... I've always like wanted to do that and then I was like is this a form of terrorism though because I actually I would like to create like a surreal moment for people but I don't want to terrorize people. Well, I mean you have to It's be... really threatening. Yeah, and and, and t I think I mean it's like are you going by what your meaning is as like the person doing it as like the I kind of want people, it to be scary or, but you know I, mean? I like, want it to be funny. Are you trying to instill terror in people because that makes you a terrorist? Yeah, I guess I kind of am. but like if you but don't mean to funny terror. If you don't mean light to instill ter light terror. Flight terror. She just wants to instill light terror. By yeah, like, like if um, not in public. Code yellow. Code yellow. Terror. Terror. Yeah, code love just enough to get like your genitals twitching. Yeah. Yeah. Clappy knows all about that. Oh, yeah, Clappy. 
well, in any case, I uh, what else can we talk about with clowns? I think we're good. Did we talk about clowns enough? Were we clowns funny in enough? The sewer? We weren't funny at all. Clowns in the sewer. I'm looking at the picture of the clown in the sewer. Well, the other thing with Stephen King's it with clowns in the sewer. Sewer. I mean, this is also a lot of horror films uh, in the United States. I'm talking about U.S. horror, obviously, because we're talking about clowns and like Halloween and Friday the 13th and all that kind of shit. This is this is America we're discussing, but a lot of it, it the audience is like uh, American suburban sort of culture. So, and and I think like Halloween is like totally exemplary of like um, you know middle class suburban neighborhood. Friday the 13th, these are obviously a bunch of middle-class white kids going camping to drink and have sex and they're going to get killed. And that's what a lot of the slasher movies are really about mm-hmm. because they, it's like everyone moved to the suburbs and yeah. thought they were safe, but then the horror movies are made to be like, uh, I mean, obviously fantasy, yeah, but to be like, you know, really terrified people. It's a cautionary tale. Yeah. So um, Stephen King's It is like that in that way because the town of Derry is like, I think it's Maine. I think Maine's like Stephen King's big, you know, that's where he goes with his all his books somewhere in Maine. And Derry, the town of Derry is supposed to be like this like nice, safe, suburban town, you know. Right. And, but also the other thing is like the kids play in the sewers for fun. Yeah, right. There's a creek and the kids play in sewers. Well, when I was younger, that's what I did in Lansdowne. I played in Derby Creek. Yeah. Monkey's Island, which we talked about in the one thing, was going through a sewer hole. Right. Like, yeah. you played in, You did like, play in the sewers, yeah. You literally did. In there suburban, were huge sewer pipes you could walk through. Mm-hmm. And in suburban America, that is, like, a very typical childhood experience to play in the sewers. So, I feel like with Stephen King's It, since it's, like, about childhood fears, I love that it took place in the sewer. I thought, I saw that as an archetype yeah. that he was utilizing. Well, it's even, like, the underworld of your psyche. It represented it. Yes. Like, there's, like, that creepy fucking clown under there just waiting. Oh, and the other thing, too, is we talked about killer clowns from outer space. The other thing that makes it really fucking scary is it is from outer space. See, I know that there's just all these layers to that story that I really don't know. He's a celestial being. Because I was so... Or I'm I'm using a gender. They are a celestial being. being. That's the scary thing of it. Huh. Yeah, see, I don't know the underlying story, but I know that there's more than it's just like a scary clown. Yeah. So, don't look in the dead lights, kids. We all have throat down here. Don't, I should have made Clappy say that. You should have made Clappy kind of sounded like. Yes. Ew. And see, then, that's yeah, the whole time I was imagining his voice just like a clown and it was gross. I think that's probably one other reason why he got into it. Because he's got that voice. Yeah, Clappy, this is your voice. We all throat down here. Not really, that's not really what you sound like. My ball throat down here. No, I can't do it. My voice starts. Okay, thank you for listening to our clown episode. Please tune in uh, in the next couple weeks. Marie and I have not decided what our next Halloween episode is going to be about. But hey, if you have a suggestion, we love interaction on Twitter. All right, what's our holiday of Halloween special be about. Also, I'm wondering, like, what are you literally doing Halloween night? Maybe we could do a, a podcast episode on Halloween night. Well, the 28th is that Sunday, I think, so. Oh, we could do the 28th. But I'm also getting trick-or-treaters here. I've opened up my house. Come trick-or-treat at my house. My house, I also put my house on a candy map. 
Because in the city, because it's really dangerous, you uh, have to go online to candy maps. So you might want to knock up. So I put my house on a candy map. Nice. Um, and also no one says knock up except, except for people from Delco. Yeah. Go to Wawa. Peace get that out. pumpkin spice latte at Wawa. You had, you got some. Pumpkin spice coffee, yeah, from Wawa. I haven't gotten some. The next Halloween episode, we need to get pumpkin spice lattes or pumpkin spice coffees and drink them during the episode. I'm down. Okay, that's great. Um, and so yeah, we'll probably do it the 28th or maybe Halloween, we'll see. Thank you for listening. Where's the clown music? Oh, I got one. I got one. Send in the clowns. I used to. I actually did that song as a performance. That's disgusting. Here's um, send in the clowns. Stephen Sodom Sodomheim. Sodomheim. Stephen. I uh, totally. Um, Gay aside, that name. Okay, bye. Podcast. Podcast. Do do loo. Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Whorehouse on the hill. From Delco. Whorehouse on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, it's a whorehouse on the hill. Two hoes. Whorehouse on the hill. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts.